Purple Rain, Purple Rain. <laughs> anyway, I was saying, I wonder when the lead singer of Puddle of Mud is going to die. Why'd you say that? Because I was singing <laughs> Lips of an Angel? Yeah. By Hinder? Well, because you said they kicked him out because he was on drugs, and then I thought about Puddle of Mud. He's been struggling for years. I do love that song, Lips of an Angel. You want to you sing a little bit of it for me? No, not really. Oh, okay. I I, I can't me... like do the Scott Stat voice or like the joking. Uh, Let me just say, you have the lips of an angel. Mm. Thank you. Um. Nom, 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 nom. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't hear it, Alexa just said, "Of course, of course, <laughs> of course." I guess if you say "lips of an angel" too quickly, um, duh, who that boy? <laughs> Oh, yeah, that part. <laughs> Morning. Welcome to Don't Feed the Artists, a podcast where we talk about your favorite music and ours. And today, I'm Hagen. <laughs> <laughs> and today, I'm Hagen. Here's a podcast we think you'll like. And I'm joined by... Dave. And I'm also joined by... Fardass. And I'm also joined by... Adam. Your name's Album. <laughs> album. <laughs> didn't even try. You didn't even try. My, my mistake. The fan's on. I got farts oh, in my hey. ass, but uh, don't call no. me a fardass. And, and the fan is on, and we heard a click. Did you guys hear that click that would happen when the fan... That yeah. was, that was well, wild, let's, man. Let's see if Alexa will respond to us again. Hey, Alexa. Play Don't Feed the Artists. <laughs> oh, oh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Biology. That wasn't it at all. Let me, t- let me stop Good this job. now. Good job, Spotify. Alexa, stop! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Don't feed basic biology. Oh, interesting. Right. So we made, a, our we made a branding mistake on wow. naming our show. That's there our is fucking... a podcast called Don't Feed the Animals. Yeah, but, but they, they haven't posted in a couple of years, right? We'll fucking fight them. I'll fight them. I'll f- How many are there? Anyway. Who knows? Welcome to Don't Feed the Artists. Can you cross your legs, please? I can't because the chair and the, the table doesn't work. So I, I, I was going to do it. Oh, there we go. I got it. All right. That was hard. Fashion check. <sighs> Fashion check. <laughs> Adam's wearing a jumpsuit. There's, yeah, a hole, turns there's, <laughs> there's a hole in my pants, and I don't know what to do about it. There's farts in my ass, but don't call me a fart ass. Fart ass, man. Get it out. Fuck. Get it out, man. Get the farts out, bro. Come uh. on. That's what the fans have been asking for for so long. Just get them out. Y'all are looking at me like I'm gonna fart. <laughs> I thought that was the point. I want you to fart, man. <laughs> You're not gonna fucking fart. <laughs> what do I amuse you? Am I a clown? Or would I fucking fart? What to do you? I amuse you? I'm just as stupid a mamma mia. I can say that because I'm a Russo. <laughs> And if you don't know me by Russo, you might know me by Annunziata. You want to hang out with my fucking family? Come hang out with me. Hang out in Virginia. We'll talk about suits. If you don't know him by Russo, you know him by Fartass, all right? You can't do that. That's not okay. (laughs) Hey, don't call me Fartass. My name is Fartass, all right? Don't call me that. Only my friends call me Fartass. Yes, you're not my friend. You guys can't do that. Someone 
Never mind. I'm not. I was about to say y'all's <laughs> last name. Wait, never mind. <laughs> did I? Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> ah, forget about it. Not cool, guys. Is it not good? <laughs> well, our accents weren't particularly good. No, but I, I don't mean, think that was the problem. <laughs> well, it's fine. Well, that sign saying Jackson salami nips over there—that's offensive, Dave. Take that out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he shuddered. I don't even know what to say. Today on Don't Be the Artist, Jackson <laughs> is on drugs. Jackson assumes his 22% Italian identity. <laughs> Today on Don't Be the Artist, Jackson is at 80% capacity and can no longer do a podcast. Say, if, if that. So if we that, are yeah. getting the best of Jackson, the best 20% you could ask for. The fart ass. <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> was my, that was my throat. <laughs> was, that, was that your throat? <laughs> that was my throat. <laughs> It's that called acid reflux. Brewing, what are you brewing? Man. Coffee in your stomach? It's called acid reflux. Man. You got some coffee? I'm glad it came through. Oh, percolate. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh, we got a little bit of news. Um, uh, Dave, you said there's good news about Mark Hoppus. I read that he oh, had stage four. He has stage four cancer, and he Which was is saying. really sad. On a, it's super sad. But on a Twitch stream, he was saying that uh, he's about to get some real big news on whether or not the chemo is working. So if it's not working, then he'll just continue taking more or they'll uh, consider other treatments. But <laughs> uh, it's working. So he's going to be fine. He has to get a couple of more treatments and then he should be okay. Why'd you laugh about that? Because I burped away from the mic and I was like, I'm talking about cancer and I just my body's like, hey, it's burp time. There's no control. There's nothing you can do about that. You know? But that's really good news. And then on top of that, I did see... I think it was some post like he's such an avid social media user. And I guess if you're like stuck in the house, like if you don't know, if you're undergoing chemo, like you can't really hang out with people because you're compromised immune system. Uh, so like, I guess like you're just playing video games, which he Twitch streams all the time, all that kind of stuff. So like good for him. But he did mention that he has gotten close with his mom, who's had this same type of cancer and then also survived breast cancer twice. Yeah. Wow. So, like, that's something that, like, even if you go through that with someone, like, and you you probably can't understand what it's like to actually go through the actual treatment and everything. But he said, like, he's really bonded with his mom in this unexpected way, which is really endearing. And it's good to hear that it sounds like yeah. things are making a turn for the better. Yeah. He just has to really hold on to all the small things at that moment. Yeah. <sighs> he had really good hair, and now he's bald, and that's yeah. such a bummer. Like his, like his, that's like Twitch, bummer. his Twitch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he did make a joke about getting a weird toupee. <laughs> yeah, his, I mean, I would. His Twitch avatar is like just like a like a blank face, like a mannequin face with his hair. So like it's obviously like this identity. He looks like Astro Boy, the cartoon. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna be fully honest. I thought when you said Dave has some good news, I thought you were about to go into the death corner. Which oh, I don't know shit. if we're doing today. And I thought you were just about to like, I was like, no way are we starting off like that. <laughs> no. Well, you know, it's been a long day for Jackson. So maybe well, that's where he wants to go it's next. It's been a longer day for Jackson than it has for me. So. Well, I'll go ahead and predict it. Paul McCartney has passed away and no laughs. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you guys watched McCartney 321 yet? No, no, I, I don't, never I don't even know what that means. <laughs> you're looking at me like I watched it. You know what I did. I know you didn't watch it, you but it's really, really cool. Man. I know you're busy. It's really I'm cool. Busy. It's uh, Paul McCartney and Rick Rubin sitting around and talking about 
Beatles recordings in McCartney's life, and it's really fucking cool, even if you don't like the Beatles. Can I hear your best Paul McCartney? Can I hear your best Rick Rubin? Uh. <laughs> just take your shoes off. I, they're already off. Yeah, just don't, just don't cut your hair. Put your shoes on. What are you, the fucking animal? He's, a, he's, he, he's I'm here wearing all the time. more. I'm only wearing socks, and I have more coverage than you do with your fucking sandals. Go to the beach. <laughs> I'm at the fucking beach. Yeah, not in a, not in a jumpsuit. Oh my god, this guy. Again, can I hear your best Paul McCartney? I don't know. <laughs> That's pretty good. No, that was that, that actually was good. Did. That was good. What uh, I I'm have gonna... to do when somebody asks me to do a Beatles is I do that. Uh, um, what is it? Uh, walk hard, walk hard. That scene with the Beatles. Like, oh yeah. I don't know. I just sit here while while me guitar gently whimpers. So that's George Harrison, and then uh, I just blew the drums. No, nope. almost. All right, scene, everybody, scene. All right, scene. we have we have no 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 no. Now I'm starting a scene. I'm giving us a I'm giving okay. us an idea for a scene. All okay. right. So so uh, I'm I'm not Rick Rubin, but someone else's. I don't know what Rick Rubin sounds like. All right, another guy that that. Uh, you guys are the Beatles, and you're talking to me. So you're... I'm the camera person. No, you're Ringo Starr. I yeah. feel like Ringo. Dave's... So you're Paul McCartney. A good Rick. Did you point Rubin... at Dave and say, <laughs> "Fuck!" Point at Adam and say, "Dave." <laughs> a good Rick Rubin impression would be just answer everything with fascinating. Fast. Okay. I, I, that, I, is, I got that is like ninety percent of his podcast that he has. Yeah. It's not him interviewing people. It's other people, and then he's just there, and he goes. Cool. All yeah. right, so I'm, Fascinating. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give us a topic, and unfortunately, it's going he's, to be. He sits like this. I'll sit like that. I'll sit. I'll sit very like super high cross legged. With both like legs. A fucking hippie. Oh man. Ugh, Full on crisscross applesauce. I can't go crisscross applesauce, man. I'm. There's no way. Shangri La. Tight, tight pants. <laughs> <laughs> you Did you almost say taint pants? I said taint pants, and you gave us <laughs> shit when we were doing accents and you just go Shangri-La. That's the name of his studio. That's the name of his studio. I know. It's just... It's just... This fucking guy. There it is again. Okay, so uh, we, have, we, have, we have two Beatles with us today. Am I Paul? Yeah, yeah. Okay. We have, we have, two, we have two Beatles with us today and... Uh, and I, you know, there's there's a lot coming out about you guys and uh, and and come. What do you guys have to say about that? You know, sometimes it just you know, I can't I can't fucking do it right now. Let me try it again. Take two. <clears throat> you know, there's a we're, we're we're sitting here today with the the two remaining Beatles, and uh, it's it's been some time, and uh, you know, there's a lot coming out recently about, in fact, come. So, uh, what do you guys have to say about all the new things in the news about come? And you. I'm a wife beater and people <laughs> idolize me. My name's John Lennon. <laughs> Oops. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm a Gallagher now. Fascinating. Fascinating. <laughs> We're really good at this. I think you guys could do a whole bonus episode where you do that. <laughs> What's that improv group that uh, Tina Fey and all of them were in? Because we're about to fucking uh, come from. Twin City? Second or? City. Second, second City. city. Get fucked, Stephen Colbert. We're coming for you, you bitch. Dana, yeah. Dana Carvey does a really good Paul McCartney. You know impression. what's interesting is that you could say that if you would have kept the scene going, but you we stopped died. the scene. Yeah, immediately. You just could, should, we, should we try again? Should we try one more time? One more time. No. <laughs> That's Absolutely the not. one rule of improv, improv. You've just failed. Yes, and. Yes, and I'm not doing it again. <laughs> this is good, Put your guys. hands up. <laughs> <laughs> Straight to Michael Scarn. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. You can't always just have a gun in the scene, man. You can't always just have a gun in the scene. What did you whisper to him? I, t- I told him to put his hands up. <laughs> so, Adam and I have uh, news. 
and uh, you're pregnant. We're pregnant. <laughs> Uh, so because he went to the you know where'd you go last uh, trip you took what Roswell New Mexico right <laughs> is that is that what happened there you yes, impregnated him I impregnated Adam bro he's oh. at the beach right now right, and, right my mistake yep I'm not really sure where to go. yes and okay so he went to Ros he went to Roswell New Mexico and you're saying that's how he got pregnant well, I so, just mean aliens you know but it's but it's your child still oh yeah. Aliens. Were you abducted at some point, and therefore? Aliens. He's great at this. He's a <laughs> you, fucking masterpiece. You were abducted at one point, and they got your like they didn't they, they probed you. I'm pretty sure that's the theory that a lot of people have. And, so. the, and the interesting thing we'll is, you know, male prostates. You can you can come from the stimulation of a male prostate. So you, you didn't ask the Beatles. <laughs> Speaking of male prostate, there there's only uh, there's only one prostate, and it's a male prostate, by the way. Um, I would just spit up water all over this fucking table. <laughs> what happened? I don't know, but every time I say a title, I have to look you in the eyes on this. Because <laughs> every time I say a word that's in a title of one of our songs, Hagen, Dave looks at me. I do. <laughs> it fucking drives me up the wall. <laughs> he said masterpiece, and I went... I I saw him just turn to me like, huh? And you do, I saw that you acknowledge it, but not look at me at all. Which sometimes it's like, sometimes I say something and I'm like, okay, I get why that triggers that. But then there are sometimes I say something and Dave's just like, oh, is he talking about a song? It's like, no, I, that's just a word. A solid 40% of me is still a child. And I find things that are really <laughs> dumb. I find things that are really dumb, really funny. Today on Dopey the Artist, we find out how much of a... Child, how much Dave of a dumb? <laughs> a solid thirty-five or forty percent. Fascinating. Uh, God, some of the goodest this shit is, we've done. What's, say, this, what's is the be other news those, you guys had, man? One of those episodes. Last week we talked about Bismarcky died. What the <laughs> fuck? I thought we were retiring that segment. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, Bismarcky so, died. So excited about that. <laughs> no, Bismarcky died, and here's the thing about that is it was from <laughs> diabetes complications, and he had been in the hospital for like a month, so long, and it was so bad at points that there were rumors he had died like two weeks ago, and then his management was like, no, 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 he didn't die, and they died this weekend. And they were like, uh, you got us, guys. He died. So <laughs> were they gonna try and pretend he hadn't died? <sighs> no, just to keep. They you know, should doing something. Yeah, but uh, you know, rest in peace. You have that good song that I like. Um, you say he's just a friend. Yep, that's a good song. Oh, uh, baby, you. Okay. That uh, I the first time I heard that was at a Matt and Kim show, and I was like, "Whoa, this song's really good." And then someone afterwards was like, "Yeah, that was a cover." I was like, "Of who?" And then I listened to it. And I was like, "Oh, this song not good." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I was. Uh, tearing down from a set one night and people in the audience were like play another song and the drummer started singing that song and then the entire audience just took over and started singing it and they did it the entire time while we packed up what are some songs you could probably do that to um, maybe the friends theme song mm -hmm. no because the whole theme song no one knows the whole words to <laughs> too many claps man. fuck <laughs> did I mention that my story with my wife on about that I think I told you this. Yeah, you did. Okay. No, you didn't. <laughs> oh. Well, we were watching the, the <laughs> Friends reunion thing. <laughs> I have power over Dave. You I do, realized. man. But uh, we were D watching Dave the Friends reunion. Dave just trusts you. And... Exactly. That's 
Exactly. I think it's a placebo. (laughs) Fascinating. (laughs) Uh, His mouth salivates anytime I say a song. I can turn turn the gain up for you to do that. Tell me about your wife. (laughs) (laughs) So we watched the Friends reunion, and then she was like, hey, do you think the people who wrote that song are getting paid really well? And I was like, I hope so, but maybe not. You never know. And then uh, I was like, but I kind of wouldn't want to make all my money that way because then, like, you know, you're at your funeral and people are like, a lot of people know this person from writing the Friends theme song, but what you don't know is that um, he's spent a long time writing three really personal solo records and then everybody in the congregation just goes, my wife went, everybody, everybody's going to go the guy's funeral <laughs> or or they're all gonna stand over his grave and like just really like solemnly sing well no one told you life was gonna be this way <laughs> golf claps yeah golf claps that was really sad that yeah that one sounds a lot better than the way you were phrasing it uh, i'll have to tell her that you had a better joke uh, you don't have to do that. Okay. Well, I she'll know listen to the that, podcast. Yeah, she'll, <laughs> I was gonna say, she'll hear about yeah. it. I, I think you force her to listen to it. I, I assume you guys listen together. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. So, uh, hello, Dave's okay. wife. That I don't know. If, oh wait, she's been on the show, Heather. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, we doxed you. Gotcha. How you doing, Heather? Yeah, I'm talking to you, I'm, Heather. I'm great. How How are you? Again with the accent. There's your Heather impression. Oh, I did it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, man. You guys remember uh, how no. last week we talked about um, the tour industry and how we're worried it might not be as uh, positive? Uh, speaking of touring, uh, I just fucking uh, I segued myself. And uh, Olivia Rodrigo, I read this article about how she is unable to tour her new album because she has TV uh commitments which mm-hmm. man that that sucks like it, it's one of those things where i'm sure at some point she was very much like yeah tvs that that's the or like acting that's the way i want to go where i would say it seems right now she w- would like to focus on music uh so but, that sucks i would say that, that that's all like relatively true but i also think that you know when you're the lead on high school musical tv show and like you're also making money off of releasing singles from that like every other week. I mean, like, yeah, you can't tour it, but I also, I bet she knew this was going to happen. There's no way she didn't, she couldn't have foreseen this. It was in the force, man. Still sucks. Still sucks. It's also a good problem to have. Yeah, it's, it it's is. definitely, and and also like maybe at one point she's like, I want to be more of an actress than I than I am a, like a, a a performer for like music or whatever. But at the same time, like. I bet she was also like, this Disney thing is going to ride me for a little bit, and then I'm... What the fuck, Dave? <laughs> what the fuck? He's mulling it around in his mouth like he's tasting wine. Like... <laughs> and then... And, and sorry, fuck. She's like fucking 12, dude. She's, <laughs> she's 18, she's but 18. still. Uh, but, but like, you know, it, it's, it's going to be a good thing for her for a while. I'm sure she knows that, but I'm all, she's also clearly smart enough to know that, um, that it's, uh, it's not end game for her. Avengers end game. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Damn dude. Wow. 
Dave wouldn't look me in the eyes for a moment like a lab who had done something bad. Why, <laughs> Why do you have so much power over me right now? It's really so, freaking me so out. Red, I know. It's warm. <laughs> Is it really hot in here now? Oh, God. Oh, man, maybe and, you don't want to be in a band with me. This is your out. Myself. No, it's not. And Adam had a news item as well. I did. Uh, it's, it's about <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo's Shut added up. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to get more and more. I don't want to be warm anymore. <laughs> and today on Don't Be I The think, Artist, oh. Adam has a news item. <laughs> I think that's going to be the episode title. Can you turn on the vibrate on my chair, please? I can give you a USB thing so you can do that. I don't I want a USB, USB thing. thing. <laughs> Jackson just vaped. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's so crazy. So What's boring. the goddamn news item, yeah. man? Adam, now you know how Jackson feels. No, it's fine. We do this to him all the time. <laughs> um, so Fuck. we don't know that Olivia Rodrigo was influenced by Taylor Swift. She's often cited her as an influence on interviews and stuff. We know that because she said it, not because we right. listen to the music. Well, both I listen to the music and it doesn't sound like Taylor Swift. You can't tell, right. But if you look at the credits now for at least one of the songs on her new album, Taylor Swift is credited as a co-writer on That's awesome. that song because of the inspiration. Wow. Seems like a really weird path to go down yeah. for music in general, but I guess that's cool. That's a, that's a, really, that's a really good thing because, I mean, like, she got in shit for an art thing that wasn't really that big of a deal, and there's, there's, it's not gonna stop there. She's gonna get that, in that's more a good shit point. at some that point. That is kind of make it seem like she's the adult here, right? Being proactive, and you know, other and, people are not who we talked about previously. And I don't know if like if Taylor Swift is the kind of person to be like, I'm gonna sue you for something, but like. The point being that she is giving because there's, there's there's more than Taylor Swift, right? Right. It's it's uh, Taylor Swift, Jack Antonoff, and then Saint Vincent are yeah. all co-writers That's on that huge. track. Yeah. Which, to your point, Taylor Swift probably wouldn't try to pursue a lawsuit over it, but maybe those other people would. Saint Vincent wouldn't, I don't think. Probably but, not, but you know, it could also be a thing about the labels. Yeah. Everybody's label being involved or managers or whatever. Overall, uh, it's a good thing, I think. Is it, though? It seems weird, yeah. though, because where do you draw the line about who inspired you enough to get a writing credit? Well, it's, it's not a legal thing at this point, but you, I would, and I'm with you, like, it's cool that she did it, but I I am kind of halfway between everyone here of, like, yeah, I'm worried that, like, in 10, 20 years, there's going to be, like, some court case, and they're going to be like, well... In this instance, Olivia Rodrigo did this, so it's only fair to do this. It's a, it's well, it's a good thing because it is like like people are going to continue to come at bigger artists and suing them. That's not going to stop as much as we want that to stop. As much as we want like music and copyright law to be a lot more clear than it is, well, especially as older artists like you know entire like history and all their recordings are being bought up by right. specific companies that I forget the name of now, specific but the one in- company. Yeah, yeah, the same company. I want to state in Britain. that I disagree with Hagen. I do want us to sue the shit out of Roger Waters just for fun. Like, <laughs> let's just get, him. let's get him. I mean, I'm sure like, Facebook is already working on a lawsuit against. Yeah, him. like I'll start a GoFundMe and I'll, I'll file the papers. As much as as much as I want it all to change, it's just like the likelihood of it changing is very unlikely. So, like for someone in her, in, in her status and in her place to get ahead of the game and go. Okay, well, I'm gonna give them writing credits because it's inspiration. Got to get you, get you, get you, get your head in the game. Right. She's in the TV show though, so not the movie. But the another thing too is that like, <laughs> if these it, like so she preemptively gave them credit, mm-hmm. right? 
if if I were her, or if if I were ever in that scenario, I'd be thinking like, okay, well, I know who's influenced me to play the way that I do. I'm gonna try to do something that's, that's more original. Like, let me change up my shit rather than credit artists before I even release it. It's also her first album. Yeah, and and is she a primary songwriter? She I'm is. Gonna look. She yeah, is. She yeah. is. Yeah. Okay. But it's also but it's also think about this like I mean like sure that is a way to challenge yourself as a writer but I mean like I I really think that no matter what someone like these big pop stars are going to do people are always going to be searching for a way to sue them and for a way to take something from them. And I'm not saying that list of people is not, it, or would do that but like it's it's just getting ahead of the curve and what? think about how cool it is from their perspective, right? You're sitting there and you're like, I mean, maybe you listened to it, and maybe you thought, oh, that kind of does sound like this song that I wrote, and then you get a thing that's like, you got a writing credit on it because she was that inspired by you. It's like, holy shit, that's awesome. That's so cool that not only is she like tried to make sure that nothing legally is gonna go wrong, but also she feels that passionately about the inspiration to give me a writing credit. Is there any is there is there a specific song that she's saying? Hey, I I was very influenced by this song or is it just those yeah. artists in general? She was saying that uh, very influenced by Cruel Summer influenced her single Deja Vu. So so here's Again, a weird... I don't know if that comes across when you listen to it like we talked about. I'm not going to say the names of the songs, but on the first moniker LP, I can point towards like, oh, this is, I was inspired by this. I was inspired by this. So looking at this track, uh, Muse, uh, and then this one was City and Color, and then this one was Arctic Monkeys, uh, Dashboard Confessional, and Jimmy World. And I could do it all. Like, I can point towards, like, oh, what was I listening to at that time? Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. So now pretend, so now pretend that you are um, insanely famous, like more famous than you could ever imagine. And I don't have to and pretend, baby. <laughs> I'm there. I mean, I've recently had a lot of attention for mostly the you know the bogus like artwork thing. But well, yeah, that that's like that's like one of the recent things that you're in the news for is because of <clears throat> is because of you know someone trying to like you know sue you or not sue you, but just like make note of like you stealing something. But imagine that you're, in general, the public eye is on you now, and music lawsuits are becoming more and more common and there's no precedent for anything. And even yeah. if even when these precedents are set, like in this case of Olivia Rodrigo. It's still not like a, a lot of it. Like that, that's that's not something that you could necessarily bring up in court because there is no law for it. There is nothing that is actually law about this. I mean, there's stuff, but like yeah. music theorists come in and they're like big words, and juries are like, "I believe this man." I wonder if she's gonna like pay out these people. Yeah, I'm sure she is. But it's more ethnomusicologists than music theorists. Sure, but because I would say most music theorists would be like. So I'm sorry. It's fine. What does that mean? People who are more studying the history of a, a certain era or genre of music, and that's ethnomusicology, and yeah. the theorist is talking about like, oh, this is what a diminished chord is. But, exactly. but there was the there was the yeah. guy who uh, I can't remember which case it was, but there was the guy who he basically wrote like a a book on why a sorry, this is gonna get really theory y for a second, but why um, one chords in first inversion are different from three chords. He wrote like he had like a, a like most of a book that was written about this, and then he's in a court case. It's one of the Ed Sheeran cases. He's in the court case, and he is like on the 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 defense or the prosecution side. He's basically saying, "Nope, one chords, uh, one chords in first inversion and three chords are the same chord." Yeah, I mean, function the same way. Yeah, they do function the same way. I would say. But he wrote a book about how they don't. Right. Uh, 
yeah, that's bullshit. That's probably thinking out loud and um, let's get it on. Yeah. I mean, like, and regardless of if they do or don't, they, the songs still sound different enough. But, like, imagine if Ed Sheeran just had, like, just that one thought to go, you know what, I'm going to give the Marvin Gaye estate a writing credit here. And it's not going to be a huge percentage, but it's going to be a percentage, and therefore they get money. And then if that lawsuit came up, it'd be like, well, you don't really have a leg to stand on. He gave it to you. Right. That's, like, that's so thinking ahead of, the, ahead of everything. And also, you give someone this, like, basically compliment. That's like you influenced and inspired me for something. Yeah, it's and, just so strange. Well, that though. also could lead to some kind of like project they work on together in the future. For all we know, which mm-hmm. maybe in hindsight that'll that be like be that was a really smart move. Yeah, doing so like, if they preemptively credit people, it's like, hey, in the future, let's collaborate. It's yeah, a, it's yeah. a weird. Yeah, Tom York wrote the next but, moniker album. Fuck yeah. he gets credit for all the songs but even if he's just slowing down our songs to make them nine minutes long but to go back to what you said jackson i can look at almost everything i've ever recorded and talk about what i was influenced by yeah at the end of the day um i think i'm more with hagen where it's like oh it's it's cool it's a compliment i do like that idea that it could be a smart thing of like oh taylor swift might actually work with her now that kind of thing It, it i think that could happen prior to this but yeah now it's more of a likelihood maybe but uh it's also one of those things of like uh better to love and loss than to not at all that kind of idea of like oh i was saying like oh i worry of these legal precedent and it's just like oh but like you can't just not do things like this that you want to do just because you're you're worried or you think it might have a bad out the same thing you know as i was saying like i would rather love than loss than that's what i said I also I do want to say though that it, I I would really encourage songwriters to just write the song anyway even if it's not even if you're not pushing yourself I don't yeah. I think that there's a, a really really true art in writing a simple song and I think it's way harder than most people Dude, give it credit at the end of the day she's fine total sidebar uh, Rick Beato did uh, did this live stream where he basically like shit on modern music just shit on the simplicity of people are music. mad about that too yeah and so like it is now this whole pe- like the people are like up in fucking arms about it and there's this one uh great music youtuber called uh 12 tone who uh basically like he'll put like a piece of paper in front of him and whatever like he, whatever sentence he's talking about he like does a little like little doodle about the sentence it's really cute and really fun to watch um but so uh, he did like his reaction and his thoughts on Rick Beato's opinion, and he like pulled out pulled out videos like recent videos where he talks about how it's so cool that this this song is still using simple chord progressions and stuff like that, and it's like it just just more to the point of just like simple music is great, like run with it and don't don't think about like if, if you're inspired by something, awesome. If you're in the position of of Olivia Rodrigo. Which I, if, if any of our listeners are in the position of Olivia Rodrigo, please email us feedback at don'tbetheartist.com. We'd love to interview you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but like, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, it, you, you have to think about all of this. You can't, like, as much as we all would love to just think about the art and the music, we all know that no matter what situation we're in, we have to think about promotion. We have to think about how do we sell this art. And then once you're at that next level, it's like legally copyright issues owning things um are people going to come sue us because it sounds like something you know there's so many different layers that can go into it let's circle back to that music being simple comment that's such a weird thing i didn't watch the video but i've seen the people being up in arms about it and i haven't seen the videos responding to it but i know people are upset about it 
That's such a weird thing because that completely negates the whole punk movement and negates. I mean, there's like bands like the Velvet Underground. His like point, his point is very different from that though. Okay, because I was gonna say that song "Heroin" by Velvet Underground is one chord for like nine minutes. His point and it's is, incredible. His point is about like act like modern music like today, and it's about more about like pop music and how about how nothing really interesting happens. And if you brought up punk to him, I bet that he would say like it's different because there's a lot more like uh, a lot more in like the message and so on and so forth whereas like not necessarily in pop music or is there always like a message that's as big as like what the punk movement's about um but he's definitely just talking about like majority like two days pop music he brings up like a jonas brothers song he brings up um i think he brings up uh, Lil Nas X too, which is like you're an idiot, man. Like his, his songs are fascinating. That, that take is gonna age poorly. <laughs> well, his songs instantly, like the moment that you like truly listen to those songs, it's like, oh my god, he like these are crazy. Who if if it's Lil Nas X writing it, then awesome. If it's whoever whoever's doing it, amazing work. Like they're doing such a good job. It's just weird because I mean, like I think what he's pointing at is like, oh yeah, there's not like these really potent. Uh, players or there's not like potent movements but like i think there's no you, guitar solos yeah uh i think what you would find is if you look back at the early 2000s or even before that whatever um i don't know where his frame of reference is and i'm sure he doesn't detail it but like if you were to jump forward 10 years and we're in the 2030s i guarantee you you're gonna look back at people like Lil Nas X and then you're gonna have Beyonce who like have used you know pop music in a really you know unique way so okay boomer yeah exactly and in like and like the the one video that i watched we're talking about it basically referenced 90s grunge and was like you you, you even like he loves 90s grunge he loves all, like rick, rick beato does and it's like you talking about simplicity in music is so wrong because 90s grunge is so based upon like it's not sucks. wrong it's just ignorant it's, and it's yeah. closed-minded yeah well what he's, he's entitled to that that's totally fine i've but. heard him talk about these things and his whole idea is i don't even know if it's necessarily that he loves 90s grudge grunge i think it's just a good reference for him because there is a lot of very interesting harmonic things going on at that time in the early but, 90s grunge but the crazy thing is that it's that's still happening of course, but there is there are trends in pop music where, and I noticed this playing in cover bands, is that, oh, here's another song with that same chord progression that's been really popular lately. Hmm. So you could almost, in, in, in very popular music, categorize eras of pop music based on chord progressions. It's, there's a very real lane where you could do that. Now, that would actually be like fascinating, and it still wouldn't help his point, but if he actually sat down and was like, you know, here is here is evidence to show that, you know, this year, 2020, this was a really popular chord progression. You can see it in these songs that were all in the top 10. Yeah. That would be interesting. Like well, the, that classic thing of like where minor shift to major and major shift to minor. Yeah. That'd so cool. in, in grunge at that time, it was a lot of just really cool guitar chords that work with open strings. So when you think about Soundgarden. And even even Nirvana, all those bands. That's early '90s, right? Mid '90s, you could say it was uh, like the the two notes on the third fret of the B and E string on the guitar. Matchbox Twenty, um, Oasis, all of those bands. That's third, Eye third Eye Blind. All of those bands have those two things. Then we get into the pop punk area. Uh, one five six four. That's a huge thing of that time. But now it's not so much a key as it is. Like six, four, uh, six, five chords, 
Yeah. So so there are waves of chord progressions that people start to capitalize on. Yeah. And I think that's what he's talking about. Well, and and the thing is, is that like I mean the 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 um, six five one four progression, mm-hmm. that one is very. <laughs> That sounded very funny. <laughs> that like that, I was drinking water while talking. To that's one, that's that's one of the ones where it, the the react video is like says. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, I was drinking water. <laughs> the react video is like he he pulls out a clip where Rick Beato was talking about a modern pop song, and he is like, you know, I love these simple progressions, even though they are simple, and it's it is a six five one four progression, and it's like. Right. Dude, like a week ago, you posted a video that said this, and now you're going live talking about how music is too simple. It's like you pick a lane, first of all. I mean, Second of all, saying music is too simple destroys the point of art in so many ways. I've never watched this guy, so I have no context for this, but it seems like he's just kind of chasing like clickbait. He he totally bullshit, he totally so. does that. He he posts he posts a lot of like his top videos, which I didn't know until recently. But he his 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 most watched videos on YouTube are um, top fifteen guitar intros, top fifteen guitar solos, top fi- top fifteen drum grooves, and it's like whenever anyone met references any list like that to me, I'm like, you have no actual idea about music. You're like, these are famous, but like. This is not, and Rick Beato is way smarter than me. I'm not saying that he is like he has no idea about music, but like to 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 give a list about like the top 15 guitar intros is like shut up, like shut shut the fuck up. Right. He does it's, say it's a bad take. Yeah, he does point. say in his opinion. So does Anthony Fantano, but no one likes Anthony Fantano, man. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I like Anthony Fantano. I have no problem with him uh, uh, after I've listened to the thing I want to see him review. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the way to do it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's it's really good to preface things with this is in my opinion, but when you still like like when you post a when you're a, like one of the biggest music YouTubers and you post a top 15 guitar intros list and people are young, they're going to watch that and they're going to go, "Oh man, this is the best guitar intro. This is the best." And it's like Right. You you've you've I think you've limited people's listening options. To a certain extent, but that happens anyway. So yeah, it's l- true. so let's entertain the idea that because a bulk of his work, Rick Beato's YouTube work, is not those. It's not those mm-hmm. videos, right? Correct. It, he has very well informed opinions about things. He's yeah. been. A, he's a longtime producer. He's yeah. an incredible musician. Yes. So, let's imagine a world in where these kids see top fifteen guitar intros and they think this is the best intro. Worst case scenario, these kids get into music. Yeah, of course. And for a brief period of time, they're at Guitar Center playing. Uh, Enter Sandman. You know, Enter Sandman. What's the John Mayer song that everybody plays? Uh, slow burning. Slow dancing in a slow burning room. in a dancing room. <laughs> it's the collaboration with Casey Musgraves. Yeah, I mean, and it's it, it's not it's not to say those lists I think are just all bad, but I think that they they skew the way that people should listen to music. It is great anytime someone can go listen to something. But all that aside, like you said, like my favorite videos that he has are like why why this song is great videos. Yeah, and he'll go into like deep analysis as to, in, in, into just some random song. It's not even like it's not even like a hot song right now. He'll just go here's why this song is great. And I do like his. I'm gonna react to the top ten in pop right now. I'm gonna react to the top ten in metal right now. I like those videos. Those are really interesting because he does it down and he's like, oh, this song's really cool because it does this thing. And, oh, wow, that climb is really interesting in the, in the melody or so on. So. Yeah, and it does it does kind of when you have someone talking about that. I don't like those videos very much, but on the occasion that I'll watch them, it is kind of cool to hear like, oh, I never heard that because it's such a background thing. And having someone say, oh, that climb is really cool is like, oh, 
cool. Now I hear this, and now that's a part of the song for me. So that's cool. Yeah. Much like in Baby, when you just hear, hey, yeah, hey, yeah. It just does that the whole song. So anybody who likes Baby by Justin Bieber, I've just ruined it for you. It never <laughs> stops. It is the whole song. It sounds like you got a karaoke track and then wrote a fucking a hit. Psychosocial. But when you say hey, right, it's, again, like mid or early 2010s. That's all the all the folk resurgence of like popular folk festival music. That's like, hey, ho. Yeah. yeah. That was a huge thing. That was. Still, it still is. Still, it still, still is, is, but that's like definitely you can draw that back to like an era of time when everybody hated Mumford and Sons. Everyone still hates Mumford and Sons. I sure the... do. I sure <laughs> do. I love Mumford and Sons. That's so not I. me. That's not me. That's not me. You guys can't say that out loud. People are going to hear you. Adam's going to get think, upset. Do you like Mumford and Sons, Adam? I like their first album. Do you like Mumford and Adam's Sons? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Today on Don't Feed the Artists. I like Mumford and Sons, and I'm not afraid to say it. And I would yell it from a mountaintop, but I'm lazy, and I'm so, going to stay right so brave. here. I am so brave. Let me tell you about it. Let me ask you a question. How are no. we doing on time? 40 minutes. 40 minutes? Y'all want to talk a bit more? Y'all want to fucking jingle our jangle? What do you want to do, man? Do you want to <laughs> jingle your jangle, or do you want to talk a little bit more? Uh, well, let's keep talking. Yeah. Let's yeah. do this. So, yeah, we have the shot in front of us. We're going to for quite a while, actually. Yeah, yeah. We, we actually got into some pretty uh, heated conversation. It was, it was very hot, and I am very erect. <laughs> Burns. <laughs> Someone's going to spit liquid out. Sorry, Adam. Jeez, <laughs> oh, <geez>, guys. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. <laughs> now you know what it's like when I'm just uh, spitballing. I'm like, and yeah, I'm horny. <laughs> and she's like, why did I say that? And what and and what brings you to the horniness these days? Is it still the earlobes, man? Yeah, something like that. Do you like wearing headphones that just covers the earlobes? Just push put pressure on them. These are very comfortable headphones. Very comfortable. Why'd you put sunglasses on? It's real dark in here. Yep. He's trying to leave. He said, he said he wants to talk more. He's going to take a nap. You're going to take a Oh, so you want to talk more and you're going to take a nap. <laughs> so, I'm so. not the one who said I wanted to talk more. Yeah, he wants us to talk more. He wants us to talk more. Oh, is that what you said? He's, he's totally checked out now. You guys want to talk about what we're listening to? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I guess so. Yeah, 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 yeah. You okay. want me to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Uh, uh, so really great uh, metal album called Angel or Alien by Born of Osiris. Uh, it's been kind of like in and out of my listening cycle. And I'm, not, I'm normally not a huge fan of Born of Osiris, but first song I put it on, I was sold. Um, but it's like, I, I need to be in a specific mood. It's like an hour-long album and an hour-long, like really intense listening metal album, unless it's like Between the Buried and Me, I have to like really be, really set aside the time. It's been great for running and working out. That's like a really great record for that. But um, it's it's just overall a great metal record if you if you're if you're into that kind of if you're into that kind of thing. <laughs> what the fuck? Is he that? curled his top like he like that. He looks like I a, went like what? That's good. Uh, I don't know. I haven't listened to anything. Adam, what do you got? Listen to the uh, the score of Loki, the uh, Disney Plus TV it's show. So good, man. It is really good music. It's by someone who's kind of unknown. I yeah. would say as a composer at least, Natalie Holt. I don't know them. She's, I guess, a famous-ish. Yeah. Like, 
uh, was on whatever the TV show is. That, uh, I can't. I can't, I can't remember. The name but of, but some one of those like competition shows that's like over in England. A wealth of information, you two. Yeah. Well, what <laughs> yeah. I'll say, what I'll Very say, prepared. What I'll say <laughs> is that the um, the music's uh, great, though. What I'll say is that like great. I remembered after the first three episodes had dropped, people were like, "The music is so good," and it, ha- it hadn't hit me yet, and I was like, "Music is music's cool," but it's like, like yeah. Whatever. At that point, the like the intro music that plays over the title is like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then, and then like all of the shit happened in episodes four, five and six and the way that it was scored with that, it was absolutely perfect. It, it kind of tied everything together too. And it made me, it great. made me just like, like sit up at the edge of my seat every time, like a certain part of the score came up. I know you're not into video games, Adam, but Hagen, if you liked Loki, you should play the game control because the whole aesthetic of the TVA is the game control Control is a wonderful game if you're into like X Files and stuff like that. It's if a, you if, it's really fun. if you liked Loki, then you should watch the show Legends of Tomorrow because the whole concept of the TVA is the same fucking concept that Legends of Tomorrow had, which is the time cops basically. So it's what TVA. you're saying? But I mean, production <laughs> values matter. Okay, here's the, the funniest time thing. variance authority. <laughs> not to not okay. to like get too nerdy for a second, but so the first episode of Loki when the TVA shows up and it's a door, right? Oh yeah, yeah. it's the yeah. same shit that happened in Legends of Tomorrow. Wow. I'm not like, I'm not surprised by that. He didn't say wow ever, man. Wow. Get over it. Season but like, two. What's TVA? Season two. Spoilers. Time variance authority. Okay, I but what is it? I know you're telling it's in me Loki. what the. It's in Loki. It's do you want to know a nerdy it's in the thing? Disney do you Plus want to know? I do. Nerdy I want to know like what is that? How does that affect? So basically, they are like time cops. They keep the timeline like the way it's supposed to be. So if something is out of place in the timeline, then they go and like take it and put it back and where it's supposed it. to. If yeah. somebody oh, okay. butterfly affects, they come in. They go, nope, you're kinda, gone, and then like they redo that, it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So um, it's a comic book thing that didn't make sense on paper when they were going to make that into a TV show, but it worked. Also, well, it sounds like Hagen is trying to make a, a war between DC and Marvel. Uh, <laughs> never would happen. That's weird. Also, uh, well, actually, we'll talk about it later. I don't want to say spoilers. I was going to say spoilers. Yeah, no, don't say do that. Yeah. No, Dave hasn't seen it at all. Whatever, man. <laughs> what are you listening to, Jackson? Sorry, uh, fart ass. This uh, will not be shocking to you guys, but on my way to the beach uh, on Friday, um, a solo album... From the singer of Daughters came out. Alexis Marshall had a solo album come out. And, uh, you know, I've been listening to that. And how is it? You know, <laughs> it's it's an album. And uh, he did an interview with Anthony Fantano where he talked about how he doesn't like guitars. He doesn't like, uh, he doesn't really think a tone when he's writing music. That he doesn't really write in chorus structure. So he just kind of, like, it comes out. And so... Uh, that his least favorite thing to do on tours was whenever somebody would need to go to Guitar Center because they forgot something or they needed something. And he hated that as a singer. Uh, so he has found out in his adult life, he's like 40, uh, he figured out that his Guitar Center is going to de- department stores. So what he did is he got a bunch of stuff from department stores and he just wrote an album with a drummer and like made like percussion and very Tom Waitsy, but industrial Um yeah, so he he talked about in the interview whenever he's performing with daughters that you could literally mute the bass and guitar as long as he can hear John the drummer, then he can perform. I bet those people in that band are like, oh, fuck. He the the guitarist and him notoriously have a like a pretty strained relationship, and that is a, a part of the conversation. It Jesus. is it is awkward because they broke daughters broke up at one point. I really hope we never have daughters on the podcast because this would be awkward. But um, <laughs> yeah, they broke up at one point, and the only because uh, the singer and the guitarist uh, 
had that strained relationship. But uh, at one point, what got them back together is the manager of the record label who uh, released the daughter's music at the time told each of them, hey, Alexis wants to talk to you, Nick. <sighs> and then he, they... Yeah, it was the vice versa. He said, hey, Nick wants to talk to you, Alexis. And then when they got to dinner, they realized, oh, that was not the case at all. And then they were like, we should probably play some more shows. This is dumb. Like, it's fine. We can work together. So it worked. But that's like yeah. the classic sitcom TV show. Yeah. But he kept saying in the interview with uh, Anthony Fantano that, like, he just kept saying, yeah, I just don't like guitars. And I was just like, man, this seems like a pointed comment. It was weird, yeah. and he was just like, yeah, you know, people are always thinking, like, oh, the next move is a, da- a new Daughters record, which is frustrating, and I was like, oops. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he released a solo album. Well, I'm so happy that you've gotten the chance to listen to that album, and I'm so happy that... Um, I'm so happy a- that you liked it so much you gave it a certain rating of however many well, I don't stars that, out Adam. of stars. You know that about me. Um, <laughs> That's great, man. Yeah, I, That's really great. It was man. a really That's interesting... That's really great, man. That's really great, interesting man. listen on a nine-hour car trip with my family. I'm sure it was. Yeah. I know I know that car drive real well. Not with your family, but the way you're, <laughs> where you're going. Why? Did you go to South Padre a lot? Yep. Oh, okay. My family is from Corpus. Oh. So we would go to Padre a lot, too. Interesting. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, well, I'm staying right next to the Russo's. I'm genuinely staying right next to a fucking pizzeria called Russo's. Are you going to walk in and go, I'm here now? Yeah, exactly. Are you going to go ask for free pizza? Yep. It's funny, while you were telling us that stuff about daughters, I noticed how much of a hand talker you are. Fuck. I've never noticed that. Man, y'all called me out at the bar the other night. Uh, maybe you weren't there, Dave. Maybe I don't know, but I remember turning and Jackson seeing. Jackson drinking, so he doesn't know. Who was there. <laughs> I, I remember turning and I seeing. It was, I think it was a dots, yeah. Yeah, probably yeah. three people were looking at me. I was talking to somebody, and then I turned, and three people were doing that like <laughs> Italian like pinching fingers thing. And I looked, I was like, "What? These motherfuckers are making fun of me. What is this?" Because you did it, man. We're just and following. Then, yeah, we're just. We're following. all just trying to fit in. Well, I'm mad now. Well, anyway, let's get the fuck out of here. Anybody have anything else they want to say? No, I just want someone to spit liquid out of their mouth. That's the... Uh, we, we don't do it! <laughs> don't. Please don't spit got, in my room. Got so um, close to that happening with basically everybody. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I'm really glad it didn't because I don't want anyone to spit in my room nope, and nope, over mics a lot of electronics. and over cables yeah. and over whatever else. You don't want to buy another computer? A new one? <sighs> and anyway, thank you so much for listening to the podcast this week. We really... <laughs> we really appreciate you guys listening even though that just happened um, yeah we're really glad you made it all the way through this episode yeah, maybe it's, it's hopefully, awesome it's very hopefully. cool we made it through this episode so i believe in you all too so um yeah thank you so much um if you haven't already you can press the follow or subscribe button on whatever podcast app you are doing that way you can be notified whenever we release a new episode you don't have to go look for it it's pretty cool uh, if you're on social media, you can follow us. Don't feed the artist, DFTA podcast. Look it up. Uh, if you have any ideas for us for a bonus episode or any thoughts or concerns or you just want to tell us how your day was, you can email us at feedback at don'tfeedtheartist.com. Um, so, yeah, thank you so much for being here. And uh, fuck off. Give me a Serious question. Can I have another slice of pizza? Oh! <laughs>
Was that Adam? <laughs> you? <laughs> Y'all are fucking old. <laughs> oh, where's the stop button? Aggressively hit the stop button.